Hey everyone, it's Shannon and Dave from The Outside Edge. We want to personally invite you to join us on our podcast via Patreon. The bonus episodes, we let loose a little bit more, we take the guard off, and we get some amazing stories. It just starts at $2 a month. We know you can afford it. We've had great guests on. We just recently had Todd Weatherhill telling us about his adventures in Austin. And our latest podcast is with Carl Reberge talking about his adventures with Aerosmith and skiing with Joe Perry and also Arnold Schwarzenegger's family. So check it out. Remember, it is patreon.com forward slash the outside edge. Get on there and listen to these episodes. They are hysterical. Welcome everybody to the outside edge brought to you by Pull Water Sports. Pull Water Sports you can find them on Facebook or Instagram or on the web at www.pullwatersports.com. Every great day begins with a pull. I'm your host, Dave Briscoe. Joined by my producer, Mr. Slowfingers, Mike Lee. Hello, everyone. Hi, Mike. Woo-hoo. My voice is back. Look at that. Look at that. That's nice. It's so nice to have a voice again. Uh, and it's so it really, sultry. Really is. It is. Hello. Hi, how are you? Uh, Come on over here, sweetie, and take off those panties. <laughs> they're off, they're off. They're off, they're off, they're off, they're off. Oh, don't, don't put that probe there, Daddy. Don't put that probe there. Well, and we have my faithful co-host. I don't know why I keep saying faithful, but he's sort of faithful. I mean, he gets up. He just got up five minutes ago. Shannon Best. Faithful. I know. Again, he's so right? faithful. He is faithful. Actually, he's the one I was asking to take off his panties. Oh, is that yeah, the one? So he's yeah. not that yeah, faithful. That, oh, come on. You, will you guys let me have a joke? <laughs> Go ahead. What do you got? No, that was it. I was going to come over there and take my panties off. <laughs> Sorry. I would, if I, I would if I wore them. What's going on down in Fort Lauderdale, Florida? There, Shannon. Um, not much. What's been going on? Um, it hasn't snowed yet. We're sort of we're waiting for our first snow day of the oh, year. Oh yeah, yeah. Yep. Well, go down. Uh, go down to Miami. You'll find some snow somewhere. True. Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. plenty of snow down there. <laughs> Colum- Colombian snow. Yeah. <laughs> the best kind of snow. <laughs> I like to make angels in that. Yeah. Snow. yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Uh huh. Invite all my friends to my mansion and say say hello to my little friend. <laughs> Love it. Well, hey, guess what? You know, anybody that knows me knows I like to mix it up a little bit, like to keep it fresh, and you know, try to keep that podcast changing every uh-huh. time, right? Yeah, sure. So today, for guests, <laughs> yeah, we got, got? We, we got, we got a we husband got? and wife team. Oh, really? Ah. Yeah, isn't that cool? You don't get that much. I mean, I guess not. No, I, I don't right? know. Yeah, so it's cool. And you know, when you can pull that off, it's it's a huge deal. So let me, let me kind of. I like to. You've, I've like, always been known to get with husbands and wives at the same time. <laughs> oh. <I> mean, <laughs> wow, what's wrong? <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was a cheap shot. I know. That was <laughs> horrible. Low blow. Low blow. <laughs> Well, these two, uh, they've been friends of mine for a long time. And, I, you know, I do the intros. I like to kind of tease people and see if they can guess who it is, right? Okay. So as we're going. So yeah, sure. He's a pretty famous people. So let me start off with him. He, he was a pro wakeboarder, a tour contestant for 13 years. He had a bus tour riding around the country. Uh, one of the first bus tours that ever went around for the industry. Sal- coaching Sally for, Patterson. Not yet. You're close. Same hairline. So, he, so uh, the road tour, they, he coached for 11 years. He was a two, two, <laughs> 2000 IWSF world champion. 
2013 Legend Award at the Wake Awards. Wakeboard Hall of Fame inductee. Stone Cold Steve Austin. You're close. O'Brien Wakeboard Team Manager. Owner and inventor of Hang Tight, right? And he owns multiple patents, three patents right now that have benefited the industry unbelievably. Now, hold on. Now, she is 2016 Female Ride of the Year. Competitive water skier first, right, for 15 years. Uh, changed to wakeboarding in 06, 2011 female move of the year, 2019 wake of the desert champion, first female to land a switch Mobius, big deal, what a big deal, ranked second in the world right now on the ranking list. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome Kobe and Tara Mikasich. The Micker and the Mickat. Hey guys. <laughs> hey Dave. Hey Dave. What's up guys? What's, What's up? happening? So not much, not much. Thanks for that introductory. That was very, very kind of you. Oh, well, we go way back and I had to do it right. You know, it was important to do it right. So Kobe and I go way back, Mike. We see he was one of the guys that came early on the tour. And you know what I loved Kobe about when you came? It was funny because on the podcast, we've been talking to a lot of different people. And most of the intro of the sport, there was a lot of guys from show skiing or from three event skiing um, you know, Shannon started, he had never skied on anything. He went on a wakeboard first, but everybody kind of adapted the short line because that's what the first guys were doing. Kobe shows up on the tour and he's got a 75 foot slalom line. He's like double the length of the rest of us. And wow. he's going 23 miles an hour instead of 18 miles an hour. So tell us about that, Kobe. I mean, why? Yeah, that, that was kind of funny. I think it was just because I was on the West Coast. I mean, I was riding up at Donner Lake, and that's all I knew. I mean, the rope was 75 feet, so... So you didn't think of shortening it, right? It was, this, this is a full no. rope. This is what you use. Yeah, so, I mean, it was just my... It was just me not being around the traditional sports growing up and being, you know, surfing, skateboarding, and snowboarding. Um, you know, that's all I knew. And so when I started wakeboarding... It was natural to get on a board, but I didn't know how to weight the boat. I didn't know how what speeds to go. I didn't know what rope length to go. We just we just went. Yeah, so we weighted the boat was, back then with fat uncles. <laughs> exactly. So it just kind of just kind of worked out that um, that was comfortable to me because that's all I knew. What tricks did you have when you showed up at that first tour in Denver? So the funny thing is, is my two hardest tricks in the run were 360s, both directions, both in a wrap, because I could never do a handle pass. I didn't know <laughs> how to how to do handle pass. So I had to wrap up because, you know, I didn't have any background of, of spinning or passing the handle. So um, those were my two hardest. Those were my two hardest tricks in my run were the, um, you know, were the wrap 360s. Wow. Shannon, do you remember him showing up on tour with a long line? I do. I do. Hey, Kobe, real, real quick, how tall are you, Kobe? I'm six one. Yeah, see, you and I are on the taller side of the, uh, of the yeah. pro tour. We've, um, that's what everybody sort of forgets as well, too. There's only a few guys that are actually over six foot that were on the pro tour. Right. I actually, the funny you say that, Shannon, I actually had a guy at that first event in Denver, Colorado, tell me I was too tall to be a wakeboarder. <laughs> it was probably me. <laughs> You're probably better than me, so I told you you were too tall. Get out of here. Kobe's like, who's this little midget that's coming over here telling me I can't do this? <laughs> wow. How are the back edges? I mean, you were going 23 miles an hour. The edges must have been brutal, especially for somebody 6'1". 
You know, they weren't that bad because my background growing up was, you know, playing football and, you know, a lot of your traditional sports. So I so thought impact you, you like to get impacted. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I played, I played inside linebacker and tied in. And so like when I went to a wakeboard, it was a lot softer than concrete. It was a lot softer than any hit I took on the football <laughs> field. So honestly at that stage, and then plus you'd come out of the binding. So the back edges, I don't think were that bad back then because you just, you just go flailing out of your board anyway. Right. So like, true. Yeah. So. Toby, uh, were you, were you bindings at first or were you straps at first? I, I, when I started getting serious with it, it just started going to boots. And I remember the guys being like, Oh, you can't wear boots. You're going to break your ankles. Yeah. Darren remember, was always like that. Yeah. I remember that transition. But when I got, like when I got serious about it and started actually, you know, really focusing on it, we were just transitioning into boots. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So, and then Tara, we're leaving Tara kind of sitting there. Hi, Tara. Hi. <laughs> Tara. I is, have a question for Tara. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. And all the years that you've known Dave, how many times has he asked you to flash your boobs? Hey, he knows better than to talk like that to See? me. <laughs> See? Oh, you're telling me there is a gentleman inside Dave Briscoe? There's, I'm shocked. There's a line. And there, <laughs> there's a line. There's a line. And, I know her daddy. If I, if I crossed it just now, I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> now her dad's not going to be able, able to listen. David, I never did. David Benzel, I never did. <laughs> so Tara is daughter of legendary coach and an awesome dude in the industry, Dave Benzel, who I kind of looked up to when I was first coming in. And, you know, it's funny because they always say like a, a, a girl always kind of looks for a guy that's like her dad. And Kobe really kind of is like Dave was just a top level, really good guy, always smiling, always happy. And she found him and Kobe. Oh, look at that. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that sweet? <laughs> that's sweet. That's Snap. funny. We don't we don't think that they're very similar, but we'll take it. I like both the niceness. Them, so. They've got the niceness yeah. and the smile always on. We'll, we'll give <laughs> okay, them that. So I, I'm out of the loop a little bit. Let's rewind back. Yeah. How did you go? How did Tara and Kobe meet? Yeah, got a good question. We met at Ronnie and Bish's wedding. Oh, no kidding. Like, wow. actually, yeah, at the at the cocktail hour of Ronnie and Bish's wedding back at, like, the end of 2004. That's like well, a weddings, wedding planner. Weddings story. are good places to hook yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> right. What year yeah, was we, that? He was standing there, like, talking to, I don't know, a bunch of his buddies, and I, like, walked behind his friends. And, uh, but I, I like walked behind him, but turned back around. And so I was literally like standing right behind him and they're like, dude, who's that girl? And I just like turned around. I was like, I can hear you. <laughs> <laughs> and like, and then I was facing Kobe. So then he's like, Oh, what's your name? And yeah. Did you know who he was at that time? Um, I mean, I was familiar like with the name just because, you know, pretty early on water skiing and wakeboarding were, you know, more intertwined. You know, we used to share magazines, used to share events, stuff like that. So, like, I had heard his name, and I had, like, this faint memory that I'm pretty sure he didn't have front teeth, <laughs> that I'd which, seen that in a magazine which, or something. Which name did he hear, Kobe or the Mecca? <laughs> <laughs> Kobe. <laughs> My, you know what? My grandpa actually used to take him, well wakeboarding but behind his ski boat back in sacramento like a super long time ago before you met him um, yeah way before oh no kidding oh that's way wild before. huh yeah. it was yeah. destiny but since my mom's from sacramento kobe's from sacramento like we both have family there so oh that's yeah. cool 
that's a cool part of it. So the beautiful part of that is when you go to the the relatives that you don't like, you could just slide over to the other family. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Yep. Yeah, that's kind of nice. That's kind of nice. So I had to look up pictures of these people because I've never met them or seen them. Right. And I just saw one of Tara where it looks like you are uh, you're skating with knee braces on. Is that right? Oh yeah, I have I have dual knee braces. Or not skating. Uh, I apologize. Wakeboarding. wakeboarding. Yeah, wakeboarding with knee braces on. What, what, what? Tell us the story behind that. Is that an injury that you you sustained and then you fought through it or what? Yeah, so like pretty early on when I was wakeboarding, like within the first couple years, I did, I did my right ACL um, on a on a heel side front flip and had to have surgery. So that was back like 2007, and like take take off a landing, landing, just a little overcooked right out the you know yeah right out the front. Yep, and um, so I like started to come back from that. Had to have another surgery. Like, and that knee over the years has just really never been right. Like I, I, I found out a few years back that the ACL is actually, it didn't, it didn't last. So I just have bone spurs and arthritis there. What did you do? Together. Did you do cadaver or did you do uh, that? One, that one was cadaver. Yeah. And it just, I feel like now I know that, that they shouldn't have done that in a young athlete, but they yeah. did. I don't think cadaver is a good way to go in athletes. It's just you're because you, you're going to be pushing your knee way harder. And yeah, yeah, I don't think it's the right way to go. Yeah. I mean, it, like I said, it was 2007 and I was like, oh, sweet. Don't cut up anything else in my knee. Yeah. Great. Great right. plan. And you do what the doctors wasn't. tell you, right? You do. You use their advice at the time. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, first event of 2018, I did my left knee down, down at Moomba, actually. Top seed and finals last trick of my first pass like heard it i heard it pop and i was like uh, no there's uh, no way and then i got up and like did a second pass i was like it doesn't hurt that bad i'm good and uh and then once i like got out of my boots and everything then then it hurt and that's um, the so, winter that's in the winter right the moomba event what, what time yeah you- it was march so oh, I took beginning of the american season of, oh. i it was the first event of the season so oh. i took all of 2018 off and then last year got to start riding again so yeah two knee braces wow and you know a lot of people don't realize but when as athletes when you come back from an injury the hardest part of it is going out and throwing that trick again whichever trick got you and if you can get past that you know you're fine right i mean that's the hardest part yeah i I think you kind of like you have to decide how important it is to have that trick right you know like if it's something simple then yes you have to get past it if it's something that you make, can make your peace and just be like, nope, I would rather learn something else, you know, then like, then that's fine too. Yeah, I never had that mentality. That's why I'm, um, I used to be six foot, now I'm five three. <laughs> <laughs> they just slowly remove yeah, bones. Yeah, I just keep yeah, removing just, bones. Yeah. I keep getting packed down. I, I look up to I, Darren now. <laughs> I found it um, like, I mean, it's still hard like mentally to come back anytime from an injury, but. The first time, like, I was so new to wakeboarding that it was, like, starting over. Like, I had no idea what I was doing. But this time I'd been riding a long time that I was like, okay, these are my tricks. Just start doing them after a long break. You know, it was still hard to come back. But that was mentally, like, I had more confidence in just my riding in general. So I'm not completely up. Are you still competitively riding? Oh, yeah. Yeah. She's top of the top. Top of the charts right, right now. All right. Well, what's your what's your pass? What what are you doing? What's your what are your two passes right now? 
Um, well, oh, sorry. Um, Kobe said to explain, we only do four tricks a pass. Now, oh, like okay. kind of limited it. So, um, do you have, well, that's four tricks with an obstacle in there too, right? No, they, they, took they, out, they took out rails. They took out the transfer box and everything. So it's, ah. it's kind of, it's really, it just, it depends so much on the site and like. What would be, a, what would be your tournament run? Like if you're going to do a podium run, what would you throw? I'll tell you what she'd throw. She would throw rap KGB. She'd do two fives. She'd do tantrum to blind, bat wing, um, stuff like that. You know, those, those are kind of the, the tricks in a run these days you probably need like two mobs so does she Tara's really good at being consistent right you know that's kind of her forte is to make it through the rounds and get to the finals last year she made every final wow that's awesome that a girl thank you yeah you're kind of a badass back from an injury for sure wow what was your discipline like were you doing all three events when you were skiing Uh uh-huh yeah yeah yeah. what was your best tricks was like my strongest and then jump and then swallow him. So what can you kick Kobe's ass in? <laughs> uh, obviously, obviously wakeboarding. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you, know, you, know, you know what's so funny? Is Tara's bat wing is so good. For some reason, I could never master that trick. And she can do the best bat wing out of any girl or guy. Oh, that's funny. That's yeah. funny. So, and she just landed a switch mope, so I'm I'm happy. Yeah, oh, that's Kobe a big deal. That this year. That's a big deal. So I'm... I'm good friends with Scott Harwood, and that's you know, that's that's a lot of talk over there. I'm hearing. Uh, you know what? You know what? Hey, Scott is up there. Okay, okay good. Well, you know, he did he did invent it, so he did invent it and name it. So I know how it was named. There. I was there to help him name it, and we'll have to tell that story on a bonus episode because it's pretty funny on how that got its name. Yeah. But that's awesome. Lo- so what about what about man. skiing? Do you ever make uh, Kobe go out like on the slalom course or trick or and, and try to compete against him there? I mean, when we like were first dating, because I was still skiing then, he came out and and skied a little bit. But I don't, I don't really water ski anymore. Like if I, you know, when I make time to be on the water, I want to be wakeboarding. Yeah, it's not like I I skied uh, this April for the O'Brien catalog shoot. They were like. Hey, so this year, uh, which I've been on that team since 2007, and they've never once asked me to ski. And then this year, it was like, "Can you slalom? Can you trick? You'll wake surf. You'll wakeboard. You're like, Oh, that's funny. I pull awesome. my diva card when it comes to tubing, but <laughs> that's that, that's where you draw the line. You, yeah, Kobe, do you remember back on the tour we used to do filler acts, and they'd have they'd bring out the tube, and okay. we'd like take turns going out there and see like how many like catch an edge and roll the tube and see how many times we've got to roll and bounce back up on that. Do you remember that? Oh yeah. I remember that. And then when we raced on the, on the sea dudes or the, Oh yeah. The that's freestyle, right. Man, we did that stuff. Oh yeah, man. We were, we were, we were trying to find ourselves for sure. Oh, man. it was so funny. I think I remember, I no, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think you knocked your teeth out the day after you were at my school. Cause you and Thomas are all knocked your teeth yeah. out like a day apart. And that was yeah, doing an air roll to revert, right? Or an air half cab, one of them. Thomas, I, I knocked mine out. You're right. I was down there with you guys. I was staying with, at Thomas's house. I did mine on a, on a backside 180 off the double up. And like two days later, Thomas did it on an air roll to revert. <laughs> That's right. It, both, both front teeth. And it was a day later. And it was, oh yeah. my God, it was, it was unreal. Yeah, I'll never forget yeah. that. <laughs> 
Neither will they. You're right. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. And then, um, oh, so Tara, I got to tell you too. I got all excited. I was watching your uh, one of the videos that you have it online of you riding, and you're doing a full pass, and you had some good stuff in there. I think you did a toe side roll to blind with a handle pass. I was like, oh shit, that was pretty good. And you did a couple other things, and then the last trick, you come in cuffed like to the wake, which means that what that means, Mike, is instead of coming in with both hands in front of you, you get both hands behind your back, sure. and you're coming in toe side. Well, I used to do a slurpee that I'd come in like that. So I see Tara coming in cuffed, and I'm like, oh, oh my god, she's gonna do a slurpee. Like yeah. this is a chick can do a slurpee. So Tara, I think that you got to switch mode now. You got to do a slurpee and benefit for me, like a remembrance for the rooster. And okay. I'll help you do it. Just if you can do okay. a toe side, backside, three cuff, you know, and you can do a toe side back roll. You got it. Yeah. And it was, be- that was be Bestie's fun. idea. You know, did you know that? That no. whole, that whole trick was Bestie's idea. We were out at Shasta. Tell the story, Bestie. Okay. So it's actually not my idea. It's what? Actually... Wow. What? <laughs> and, you said yeah, it no. was your idea for years. Gonna... I'm going to mention this effing name again. I don't know why I keep bringing up his fucking name. Troy Navarro's idea. Was it? Yeah, but here's the deal. is I left Conley. Zane stayed on Conley, and for some reason, Troy got into Zane's ear because he was still with some part of Conley or something like that. So it was Scott Ellis, (laughs) John Swanson, myself, Jeremy Kovac, and Zane Swank. So basically it was the whole... Yeah, it was the whole Mastercraft crew. So they stole a boat. They stole a Mastercraft. I'm like, where are you guys going? They're like, jump in. So we, we jumped in. And this is – so we, we stole one of the Mastercrafts and just went out and had a private session with ourselves. And, you know, because uh, Alice wanted to wakeboard and John wanted to wakeboard. This was the first um, board stock. The first board stock, yeah. yeah. So we were out in one of these fingers, out in one of the coves uh, on Lake Shasta and that, and uh, Zane Zane jumps out in between sets, and he's like, hey, Bestie, I'm working on this thing. So um, he started working on the Slurpee, but what he was doing was he was, let's just say he was coming in his toe side, his right foot forward. He would, he would cuff himself, cruise into the wake, but then let go with the left hand. I'm like, no, mate, you have to come in cuffed and then let go with your right hand. Right. And right. he's like, oh, and you know, it typical Zane. It took him like three tries yeah. or four tries, and I mean, right. he stuck it. I mean, he just stuck the the pee out of it. And <laughs> then um, we went back, and we Tom James was there, and we actually told Tom James. And so the next very next morning, um, he had Zane prepped and ready to go, and they did a photo shoot. So it was yeah. When he got the front cover with the Slurpee, that was probably one of the like his tenth one yeah. or his twelfth. Like he had only stuck like he, he basically took him about four or five attempts and then he stuck about three or four more after that. And then that was it for that session. I so we, I was like, so pissed that at that because Tom and had that, promised and that, me. And that's why if you look at the front cover, the yeah. front cover is um, really hazy because they went out super early in the morning and out in California, they get that fog right across the lake. So it was like this fog and it wasn't they still shot it anyway. So, right. yeah. I was so pissed because Tom had promised me a cover. He says, Briscoe, you deserve a cover. You're going to get the next cover. And then Zane made the friggin' Slurpee. And he got the cover for it. And I, and I never got the cover. <laughs> but, oh, well. It was a great cover. It was a, it's like a real black and white cover. Yeah. It's good. I like it. Yeah. yeah. I remember it. I remember it. Wow. So, Micker, what are you doing these days? Tell, tell me about your school and what you guys are doing now. Yeah, so good question. Right now is um... – you know, Freedom Wake Park is kind of our number one thing. You know, it's um, it's a 
our own school here in Orlando. Um, we have our own private facility, and that pretty much takes up our day-to-day time and focus. You know, we teach everybody from beginners to guys that are on the pro tour, and that's wake surfing and wakeboarding. And then I think it's a great place, you know, for Tara to train and to be involved. You know, we're we're really involved with O'Brien. We're, you know, I'm the team manager. Tara's a team rider. You know, we do majority of our stuff out there at R&D, you know, through the lake. And so O'Brien's really been supportive on that end. So that's kind of my main focus, you know. And then Tara has, you know, her sponsors with Malibu and, and O'Brien. And so that's kind of really kept us in the spotlight, I believe, you know. And then with Tara, you know, being successful on the tour. So I, my I know how Tara... I know how Tara feels. I've I've had to hook up with a few of my team managers as well. <laughs> yeah, but that was Heather Lee. I love it. No, no, that she was an editor. Oh, I'm that's right, about, that's right. Yeah, Scott Kono and Jose Quire and all the rest of them. Matt Gosh. Gomez. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So, are yeah, you guys so that's, that's keeping us busy? You know, so, I mean, yeah, we were, we were at the lake this morning. So, is this your full time gig then? This is so both of you do this together as a full time gig. This is your job. Well, yeah. I think it's, I, it is, but it's also one piece of the puzzle. You know, fortunately, you know, Tara's doing well on the tour. I have some inventions and products on the market. And so I think this is one piece of the puzzle and it kind of keeps everything together and, and, you know, makes training really good, coaching really good, R&D really good because it's like their hub, you know? Yeah. So what, what, just, did you, what did you really invent? Oh, he's in um, a couple things. Well, the two the two products on the market right now is is the first one is called Hang Tight, which it goes on your boat cover, and suspends from the tower. So I have the only patented uh, boat cover suspension device, which is available on Great Lakes boat tops. So this is so instead of putting poles under a cover. Correct. Yes. yes, correct. Which a lot of people don't realize when you're covering your boat. If there's a pole there, you, you kind of try to dangle it when you're throwing the cover over and hopefully it hits the floor right. And if it doesn't, you got to unzip it and go in and fix it. So, yeah. and, and yours hangs from the tower, right? And then you pull it up? Explain yeah, there's how it a, works. like a rope ratchet system. So you like, once you finish covering your boat, you pull on the ratchet and it like Draws it tightens up. it so that the cover doesn't pull with water and stuff like that. What, what made you, so it's awesome that you thought of that, but I, I mean... How did that come about? Were you just sick of putting water out of your cover? I was actually on the road tour and I'd been struggling with the cover on the road tour. And so we were, we weren't using it that much because the cover wasn't that good. And so I was struggling with it and I was actually at Lake Norman in, um, at the Rusty Rudder having lunch. Oh, I know exactly what that is. And I look out over the marina and, um, I see a boat. And it's got a Great Lakes boat cover top. It's a really good top. It's really nice and strong. And it was really like, it just looked like it fit well. And the material was really good. And I noticed from the top of the, from the top of the cover to the tower, there was a rope from the high point of the cover to the tower. And I was like, oh my God, what a brilliant idea. I'm going to go down and buy that cover. So I literally ordered my food. I walked down there before my food came out. And I just wanted to find out who made this cover because that was like, you know, that was such a good idea. And when I got closer, I realized that it wasn't actually happening. There was a sailboat directly behind it with a rope off the mast that just gave me the illusion. Oh, that's that funny. Was, 
suspended from the from the um, from the uh, the tower yeah, to the yeah, cover. Yeah. And so that's where it started. Yeah. Wow. I get this oh, that's phone call awesome. about, he's like, I drew this thing. It's on a napkin. We're gonna like, I'm gonna invent it. And I'm like, what? so this was invented at the this was invented at the rusty rudder. <laughs> yes. So Mike, that's good. Good news, Mike. You, the, you don't have the rusty rudder. That's a restaurant. <laughs> I, yeah, I was about to say. I thought I did. I thought I was the only one with a rusty rudder. No, those, I thought you, you played the rusty had, trombone. You just had <laughs> the, the rusty trombone is a neat trick. It's actually the only wakeboard trick I know how to do. Right. <laughs> yeah, you are good at it. That and I do a pretty good bat wing, but it doesn't look anything like y'all's. <laughs> y'all's. <laughs> what's What's the other thing? What's the other pattern you have, Kobe? Um, the other one that's currently on the market is um, it's called drop and fill. So it takes a five gallon. You take a five gallon um, can of gas, like a jerry can, a jerry can exactly. Yeah. And I made basically a huge funnel that you can set the can in, and it's supported at a at the proper angle so that the bottom of the opening of the can is is at the lowest point. And you pretty much gravity feed your can into the boat, so you don't have to touch it, hold it, or anything. You don't spill it. You don't do anything. It's just a faster and quicker way to fill your boat up, and it's called drop and fill. It's like it's a self-supporting funnel, so it's standalone and it supports the gas can. See, this is what happens, Mike, when you get up every day at the lake and you just go down to the boat. And you yeah, and you're hungover and you're, and you're like, damn it, I don't want to hold this gas can <laughs> You think about shit like that. I got to <laughs> figure out a way to, I don't have to hold this damn gas can. Yeah. yeah. Right, we were putting so many cans in the boat every day, like pulling students and stuff, and Kobe just got super fed up with it. And he's like, we're not siphoning this many cans every single day. And he just went in the garage and plastic welded this you know, bucket type thing. And then eventually we made a patent for it. Yeah. it. So let me ask you this. Once you, once you've invented it, you've created your own, your little prototype at home or whatever. Uh, that's what, that's the first step, obviously. And then you got to get your patent, but then from there, you've got to get it on the market. How do you go about doing that? Um, you know, fortunately being involved with O'Brien and working on so many products in the past, I've actually been able to kind of go through that process with the manufacturer. So at that time, when I got to that stage, I actually used, used um, you know, my friends and connections at O'Brien, and they were very helpful with guiding me down the paths and using a lot of their designers, using a lot of their factories and all that stuff. So being in the industry was definitely a bonus and helpful to get me through those stages. Wow, I know nice. why Mike's asking because he has an idea of holding up two cans. Yeah, two cans. But Mike, th th those have already been those have already been invented, mate. <laughs> oh, they have. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Oh, guys, there's a lady on the podcast. You guys well, wanted I, a lady on the podcast <laughs> so bad. You, Mike's been begging me. You're like, what are you we need a female presence. Yeah, we need a female presence. And then they're all. just being pigs the whole time. No, I, I apologize. Tara. That was Shannon. <laughs> See, when do I become the voice of reason? Uh, when does that happen? Throw me under the bus. <laughs> I blame it all on Shannon. Yeah. <laughs> so Tara, what's the plan this year? You got you plan on competing this year? Are you training? When's the season start? All those crazy questions. Yeah, absolutely. Um, been taking a little bit of time off in December. Our season ran like super late this year. I had an event all the way at the end of November. So, um, you know, coming back from that knee surgery the year before, I'd been riding like basically a full year so I took most of December off and I'm getting back riding again plan to compete but um 
yeah, just want to like dial in a few harder tricks, you know, I, Kobe kind of said, I've been, you know, really consistent so far. So that's like really good at making finals and getting, you know, right there, but I'd like to win a few more things. So I've got a few tricks that I've only landed a few times and then some stuff that's coming. So what do you, what do you, well, well, what what are you doing? Yep. Uh, well, like that switch back mode. I want to get that run ready. That would be. Are sick. you doing a regular back mode too? No, I don't. Just into switch. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It just made sense. I, I think I like rotating that way. You know, you know? I believe. Yeah. I, I really believe that you you always do a little bit better switch because when you learn stuff regular, you're still pretty basic. But when you learn stuff switch, you're already advanced as a rider, and you got to think more about how you're doing it. I remember when I was coaching Parks at the beginning is he was doing more stuff switch than he was regular. So, yeah, completely stay with it. Yeah, I think – oh, go ahead. Uh, it's Well, you got to remember Parks is a little different because yeah. Parks is not – well. Oh, yeah, Tara's taller. No, no, no. Well, that. The thing is everybody forgets is Parks not, is not right foot forward. Parks is left foot forward. Right. He's a left foot forward rider, and he was forced to ride right foot forward. So saying that he is when he's riding switch is actually it's not really actually correct. Well, but still, when you learn, so he has no yeah. switch. Yeah, yeah, pretty much now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He did, yeah. did everything. Well, yeah. I, I forced. Sorry, that sorry, didn't mean to interrupt. But I was no, just, no, no, right. no, that's fine. Quick little I, fact about parks. Yeah, that's. I, I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so how yeah, many? How many? How many events do you get now? How many? How many events do you get per year? Um, I think I did eight last year. So there's eight so, pro tour stops for women, or is some of that like uh, no? Some of them are Red Bull. Some or... of them are kind of one-off events. Like there's um there's an event in Tennessee called Wake Fest that they yeah. do every year, um and that is like such a cool event. It's out on Center Hill Lake, and there's no land access. It's only you can only get there by water, and they just have like massive flotillas on every side. There were like 700 boats there last year. Oh wow, what's the water um, like? It's it's a bit challenging. yeah right it's a bit rough it's crazy well, um, but it's such a fun event I think that's how you, I remember when we were show skiers coming in so if you can ride in rough water we used to pray for rough water if there was rough water I knew I had a chance at getting on the podium so if you learn how to ride in shit you got right. a better chance of winning more <laughs> yeah right yeah so I've gotten second there like I don't know five years so I that'd be a good place to Kobe keep making a ride in shitty water yeah so I'm like we have a private lake where we run freedom so. You want me to come out? To uh, you know else. what? Mike Lee loves to go out and do circles in pontoon boats. Yeah, I love it. Maybe ah, he can help you with your okay. training. I'll okay. I'll ride in Winter Haven. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right so on. Yeah, just stuff like that. Like some, probably five WWA events and then like a handful of other of other things. Oh, that's cool. Well, good. Hey, good luck this year. And I want, is there a chance we could get you guys back on sometime in the near yeah. future? We got so much more that's that we true. can talk about. But yeah, uh, that's awesome. Thank you so much for coming on. We're going to we're going to wrap this one. Yay. Where's the dogs? <laughs> Where's the dogs? <laughs> this episode was brought to you by Pool Water Sports. Pool Water Sports, a full service pro shop dedicated to getting friends and family out on the water. They carry the best brands. Ronix, Radar, Liquid Forest, Connolly, O'Neill, Rusty, Phase 5, lots, lots more. You can find them on Facebook or Instagram at Pool Water Sports or online at PoolWaterSports.com. Every day begins with a great pull, or every great day begins with a pull. Either way. Either way, you're good. Everybody wants a pull. You're getting a pull. Everybody wants a pull. Hey, thank you so much, Tarek. Do you have anything to plug before we hang up here? 
Sure, yeah, yeah. I'll plug my pro model, O'Brien Spark Wakeboard, and um, Malibu Boats. They take really good care of me. We've got the 25 LSV. Um, then, you know, of course, Kobe at Freedom Wade Park and uh, Performance Skin Surf. They always look after me. CB Durance, keeping me pain-free. Just, you know, even CTI knee braces, everyone that's supporting me. Then, can't go without saying hang tight and drop and fill. Right on, right on. And Micker, your patents, keep them going, brother. Thank you. I appreciate that, man. We'll talk. Good to talk to you guys. Yeah, we are going to get deeper into your patents next time we talk, and maybe we'll get you on for a bonus episode. Sounds good. Shannon, what do you got, bud? Uh, not much. So uh, don't forget, everyone, check out www.thewakeboardinghalloffame.com. And Mike Lee, one one plug for you, one shameless uh, plug. Uh, uh, you, you follow my uh, comedian page on Facebook, Mike Lee Comedian. There you go. There you go. Right. Keep following us on Patreon, guys. The bonus episodes on Patreon are hysterical. It's only two bucks a month. Come on, you guys can afford that. And uh, also keep liking us on Facebook, and and the, it's growing fast. We have over a thousand downloads now, and this thing is really starting to take off. So thanks again, and I hope to hear you guys and see you soon at the outside edge. Ooh.